Welcome to Main Street Banking, a podcast for community bankers brought to you by the Barrett School of Banking and ICBA Securities. My name is Byron Earnhardt, and I'm the Programming Director at Barrett. It is our mission here to serve the community banking industry with information that is informative, relevant, and hopefully we'll have a little fun along the way. So, from Memphis, Tennessee, home of banking, blues, and barbecue, welcome to our little corner of the community banking world. And we hope that we can make your bank, your staff, or maybe just even your day a better one. Hi, and welcome back to the Main Street Banking Podcast. I appreciate all your support and continued engagement during the last two months. It was a nice break from the podcast, and I hope you enjoyed our Greatest hit series. I had a lot of fun going through the older episodes, and there were some cringy moments, too. And those episodes that we chose really stood out in my mind as my all-time favorites that still had something relevant to say. Well, it's been a minute since we picked up The Art of War to see what this 2,500-year-old book on warfare has to teach us about strategy in the modern community banking industry. We've also spent a good amount of time here on the podcast about strategy, what it means, and what it doesn't mean. It's a topic that I'm particularly passionate about, as I believe it is the key determinant between success and failure of a community bank. It speaks to culture, emotional intelligence, the speed to adapt to change, asset liability management, yes, even that, deposit and loan pricing, branching strategies, improvements to the efficiency ratio. It all starts with the strategic plan, and one that is well executed from the top down, but also has buy-in from the bottom up. Now, before we get too far into the book, I wanted to pull over and park and bring you up to speed on what's going on at Barrett. Today, August the 11th, we're kicking off our HR program with Dr. Carrie Solly. Now, for those of you alums that have had Dr. Solly, you'll know how much fun that it is. If you don't, if you didn't get a chance to sign up, we'll have it available on demand in our advanced learning platform or the ALP. Also, Barrett Roundtable is getting a massive shot in the arm and taking some really big steps forward. We're opening up an Ag Lending Roundtable each quarter, and we're starting off with Tim Oldy, who does our Ag Lending 101 and 201 classes, as well as being a frequent podcast guest and a speaker at our Ag Lenders Conference. I can't tell you how excited I am to be launching this roundtable and how it, I hope, will help Ag Lenders from all over the country. In addition to the Ag Roundtable, we've moved our roundtable into the ALP. So if you're a member of the roundtable, you should be getting your sign-on information soon. As a result of moving this into the ALP, members will get access to the archives of older sessions, the most recent recordings, and some interesting articles, links, kind of miscellaneous stuff that we call the swag bag. We're also going to be building out an online community for our roundtable members, and we need your help in picking out a platform. There's a very brief survey there that will help us find the that place to put a roundtable community together where we can come together in between our quarterly sessions. If you're not a member of Roundtable or you have no idea what on earth I'm talking about, email me at byron at barrettbanking.org and I'll be glad to talk with you more about the program. And I'll have my email and a link uh, in the show notes about Roundtable. But back to the Art of War, Chapter 10. So as a bit of a refresher, Sun Tzu, in his very first chapter, introduces what he calls the five constant factors. They are the moral law, heaven, earth, the commander, and method and discipline. 
Now, for our purposes, the five constant factors for the superhero community banker are our culture, the moral law, the macroeconomic environment, heaven, our markets, earth, leadership, the commander, and our bank's operations, the method and discipline. Now, chapter 10 deals with earth, or our local markets. So how do we move within them, both in existing markets and in new ones, and achieve victory? So if were Sun Tzu a community banking consultant in the 21st century, he would classify our markets into one of five categories. And I want you to know, if you're reading along, Sun Tzu has six in this chapter, but I'm going to combine uh, for I'm going to combine two of his points into one point here. The first classification that he would have of our markets would be the first would be easy markets. Now, easy markets are easy to move around in, very aptly titled. The superhero community banker will move around before their competition and also keep an eye on what they call their supply lines, or for us, those loan pipelines or deposit pipelines. Said another way, these markets are yours. You own these markets lock, stock, and barrel. Now, a lot of times in more rural situations, uh, the easy markets are where your bank was founded. Okay, But own that advantage. That advantage in that market is what makes the big banks have to work harder, right? If you are in a small town and you're headquartered in a small town and you own that, that market, in terms of the market penetration of that market, you own it. Keep them out. Keep your keep out your competition. Keep ahead of the competition that's already there. Now, in urban markets, easy ground doesn't necessarily have to be geographic. Yeah, if you're I've heard this example before. If you're the best bank for left-handed plumbers named Leroy, then own that space. That is your easy ground. Markets do not have to be geographic. Now, the second classification we would have would be slow growth or entangled markets. Now, these are the markets that probably are not the best producers, but you can't really get out of them. And you, don't, you may not even really want to get out of them, but if you were honest, they're not the world's best producers. These are tricky, and it takes a keen awareness of our competition in order to move and find success there. If you find that your competition is ill-prepared for an attack, attack them and turn it into a good market. Go after them. Now, if they are prepared and you're not successful in overtaking them, I like what Sun Tzu says here. He says, quote, return to being impossible, end quote. I love that. Irritate them. That's right. Don't necessarily spend a lot of money in, the mar in a market that's not profitable, but keep their eyes on this entangling market far more than they really need to. Number three is what I call no-win markets. This is often in uh, more urban markets that are dominated by larger banks, and market share for community banks is likely measured in mere basis points. So if, for example, if Bank of America is the dominant uh, player in your market, you're not going to overtake them. Okay? The strategy here is lay in wait. At some point, they're likely to mess up on some area of the market and be ready to pounce on their mistakes. I used to tell the bankers that work for me, sometimes the best marketing strategy you can have is just not be the other bank. Okay, Now, that's not necessarily being inactive and not doing anything. You're laying in wait. You're watching. You're keeping in touch with the market. You're doing your best to try and grow it. But in terms of a strategic initiative, know that you're not going to take on Bank of America in that market or 
to use that example. But when they do mess up, pounce. The fourth market is technology. Now, technology is odd and that it is both a tool for strategy and a market uh, unto itself. Okay, The optimum strategy here, whether we're looking at it as a market or as a strategic tool, is to get there first. Okay, Usually if an army takes the field first and has the most soldiers, they win. Game over. However, it's not always like that in banking. Now, you might be the first in your market to have the latest and greatest fintech, and if so, great, take it and run with it. But if you're not then, as my granddad used to say, don't go to a shooting match with a BB gun. Okay, Don't engage a competitor that is stronger than you. That said, wait and watch. With the rate of change that we see in technology, at some point you will see a break where you can gain a competitive advantage. Given the interaction that we're seeing with community banks and fintechs, you may can even have a say in creating that advantage yourself with partners like the Venture Center. The point is, is here with technology is to keep a watchful eye out. Finally, we have the long shot competition. Again, this doesn't necessarily mean geographic. These are the competitors in your market that you just can't take on right now. No shame in that. I think I've told this story before here, but the first branch I was in, right out of college, we had a manager who made it her mission in life and our mission as staff for our little in-store branch to hit all four goals on our scorecard. It had never happened before. Bad market, some of the staff, there wasn't much staff, some of the staff was disengaged, all the usual reasons. But what I learned by that, and by the way, we actually did hit those goals three quarters in a row is that you take on the obstacle that's directly in front of you. How do you eat the 800-pound gorilla, she would ask me. You eat them one bite at a time. She actually gave me a stuffed gorilla that I've had ever since, so that reminds me to slow down. Pick your battles that you know you can win. Don't look too far out ahead of you. If you get too far in front of your own success, you're going to spend a whole lot of time preparing for a showdown that, quite frankly, you're not going to win. That's a lot of time, money, money, energy, blood, sweat, and tears that could have been better deployed by taking one bite of the gorilla at a time. Also, please ignore the idea of eating a gorilla. The analogy is more visual. <laughs> but interestingly here, Sun Tzu pivots from this conversation about terrain and military strategy uh, over different types of terrain, and in our case, markets, he pivots from that to an, un to an understanding of defeats and where defeat comes from. This speaks directly to the importance of understanding our markets. In order to understand and achieve success, the superhero community banker needs to know what can happen and what to watch, watch out for. And understanding our markets, again, geographic or not, plays a huge, huge part of that. And it comes down basically to emotional intelligence. How, do, how well do we know ourselves and how well do we know our people? If our staff is strong, but middle management and upper management are weak, we are likely to have insubordination in that they don't listen to, our, they don't listen to the directives of management. If the staff is weak and middle and upper management are strong, we have collapse. If upper management is engaging competitors out of their own selfish pride and not taking into account the rest of the bank or any amount of strategic thought, you get ruined. If leadership's directives are not clear, there's no clear strategic communication, everybody's, 
Everybody's not on the same page. You have utter disorganization and or a route. Utter defeat. Think Tennessee football at the hands of the Florida Gators. That kind of beating. (laughs) But do you see the common thread here? Do you see how culture and emotional intelligence play right into this strategic thinking? Goes right into the difference in success and the difference in failure. And we're not talking about just some feel-good kumbaya kind of thing here. Emotional intelligence coupled with careful strategic thinking is the difference between success and failure in a bank. Sue wraps up this discussion by discussing the importance of this idea by using the analogy of a family. Now, initially, (laughs) I thought it was a little bit of a stretch and maybe even too paternalistic, I guess, in today's day and age, but I think it's worth mentioning. Sue talks about thinking of the military like children and adapting a parental approach to them. Again, that can get into some areas that can be misapplied, but consider this. Consider an over an overindulgent parent and a parent that is far too strict. Okay? Both extremes on, on, on the spectrum. Neither parent are really giving the child any direction, and that's really the point he's making here. And what I think we can mine from this example, as leaders, as superhero community bankers, having the necessary insight to ourselves, our teammates, our competition, and our markets, with the wisdom of a loving but firm parent, one that is keen to give guidance, direction, and set up those under his or her care for success, that's the key to victory. That's the key to finding uh, the winning strategy in our markets. And I wanted to quote the, and I'm going to paraphrase the quote, how he ends the chapter. Hence the saying, if you know the, and I'm going to paraphrase it for bank, for, for community banks. If you know the competition and you know yourself, your victory will not stand in doubt. If you know the macroeconomic environment and you know your markets, you make your victory complete. So to paraphrase my favorite song of all time, all along the watchtower, bankers, let's keep our view. Stay diligent. Keep a sharp eye on the markets. And spend some time learning about yourself, your people, your competition, and your markets. It will be time very, very well spent. Well, that wraps up our episode for today. Thank you for listening. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss out on the latest episode. We'd also appreciate a five-star rating as well, as that will help get the content out to more listeners. We appreciate ICBA Securities for their sponsorship, and if you would like to know more about quality investment products, services, and education at competitive prices, check out their website at icbasecurities.com. And finally, if you don't follow Barrett on our social media platforms, be sure to check us out on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook to stay up to date with all the cool new things that we've got coming up. And as always, from Memphis, Tennessee, the home of banking, blues, and barbecue, thanks again for tuning in, and we hope you have a great day.